Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent show discussing topics that women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So join me each week as we conquer, heal, and evolve together. Hey y'all, welcome to a brand new episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Janae. If this is your first time tuning in to an episode of the Dear Sister Podcast, welcome, 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 welcome. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, and share this podcast and this episode. And if you are a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for a regular welcome back fam I'm so excited to be sitting down to record a brand new episode um last week's episode was like pre-recorded like a week in advance and the other episode before that was recorded like two weeks in advance so this is my first time sitting down in like a few weeks to actually record a, a episode that's going to be released in the same day or on the same day I should say um as you know last week I was in Jamaica um celebrating my birthday i turned 29 so thank you to everyone who dm'd me and emailed me wishing me happy birthday and text me i really appreciate y'all um but your girl is back and i am so excited um and a little nervous if i'm honest um about today's episode um, I've been praying to God all morning that he will help me to be as transparent as possible, but be transparent. So not that I'm putting out my business out there, but transparent so that lives are changed, hearts are um, fixed and that chains are broken and tr- strongholds are broken. Um, so, yeah, um, today we're going to be talking about cycles um, and it wasn't until really this morning that I realized that I had been in a cycle um and one thing about me is that i believe that when we shed light into the dark areas lights cat light cast out darkness right and so what i'm doing is i am shedding light on a dark area of my life and my prayer is that and i know that it will um cast out the darkness that i'm going to be speaking about but also i really want chains to be broken today y'all i want people to be freed and i want people um I just want a shift to happen and I'm praying that my my story my testimony um my mess will help somebody that's listening um so remember you know I try to keep it hot honest open and transparent as Pastor Mike Ty says so I'm praying that y'all will be judgmental free as your girl just lays it all out there um so yeah let's 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 jump right into it so um a few weeks ago i had been asking god my prayer had been god please one of course i know i always say help me to see myself the way that i see you but god also um i want to crave you more than i crave anything else i want to desire you more than i desire anything else and that's what started to happen um i started to want god more than i wanted anything else right so then i was like you know what god i want my prayers i want my prayers to be i want my prayers to be different And so what I started praying was, God, like, help me to learn how to pray so that it's effective. Help me to learn how to pray so that um, 
things happen. You get what I'm saying? And so I started to really focus on praying. So I started trying to find books about prayer. I started reading my Bible about prayer. Like I really wanted to, one, like I said, desire God more than I desire anything else. I wanted to want God more than I wanted the things that he could give me. But I also wanted my prayer life to get stronger. I wanted to strengthen my prayer life. And that's when things started to happen, right? So I reconnected with this guy that I was talking to. And before I go on, this is nothing against anybody that I talk to or anybody that I deal with. Um, But this is my story. So the guy I was talking to... um, We were on FaceTime like every single night, every single night. I mean, up until like two o'clock in the morning. Okay, maybe not two o'clock in the morning, but like one o'clock in the morning. We were on um, we were on FaceTime. It would even be nice that I would fall asleep on FaceTime with him. So by the time the morning came, like I was only waking up in enough time to get ready for work and go to work. So I was not praying. I would do like my little prayer in on the way to work in the car but I wouldn't really like get into my prayer right and so I was like so when I would get to work I'd be like okay I'm gonna pray when I get home like I'm gonna pray when I get home right so then by the time I would get off of work I would get home and then um I'm sorry y'all I'm a little distracted I'm trying to do more than one thing um but I would get home from work take a nap and then I would be on the phone with him right so it was really no time for me to uh well let me not say it wasn't no time I wasn't really making time for me to pray and spend time in God's word right so then that ended um because of whatever reason which is not important why we stopped talking um but then I went to Jamaica came back from Jamaica and when I get back from Jamaica this whole coronavirus thing is going on and I find out that I'm going to be at home from work for um for a while okay so the first day I was cool like God you know I need this day off I'm cool I'm gonna just relax sleep watch tv okay then the second day went by okay then the third day went by and I'm like okay God okay (laughs) all right like alrighty then like all right and then I started getting lonely and what I did was I hit up this guy that I had prayed and asked God to deliver me from like I mean God please take the taste out of my mouth for this guy Um, Hit him up and, you know, send him a future style text. And if you don't know who future is, then you're not going to get the joke. Send him the future style text. He fell for it. He came over and we ended up having sex. And so after we had sex, y'all, I literally tried to hide from God for three days. I tried to hide from God for three days. Like today, well, no, yesterday, which was Sunday, was the first day that I really felt like myself. Um, because I tried to hide from God because I was so disappointed in myself. I was disappointed because, you know, I've been trying to abstain from sex or whatever. But I was also disappointed in myself because I had asked God to deliver me from this person. And he did that. And here I was, um... 
turning back to him. But not only was I disappointed about that situation, but I was disappointed because I don't even like him like that. But what I realized was that I wanted him because I wanted for the sex to fill a void that I had been feeling. I had wanted the sex to, how can I say this? I was hoping that the sex would bring me some type of comfort that I was not feeling. And when I went to bed that night by myself, because he left, okay? When I went to bed that night after we had sex and looked on the side of my bed and it was still empty, I was disappointed in myself, like very disappointed in myself. So when I tell y'all I tried to hide from God, I didn't talk to him for three days. I was so ashamed Right. And I know I know for a fact that was nothing but the devil. But I'm telling you all this to kind of like build the foundation of where I'm going with today's episode is that I don't even like this guy like that. Like God had totally removed <laughs> me liking him. Like I don't like him like that. Like I know for a fact that he's not something that someone that I would want to end up with end up with. But what I did was I used him to have sex because I was hoping that it would bring some type of fulfillment but when I looked beside me and saw that my bed was still empty that I was still feeling air quotes lonely I felt dumb I felt dumb and so when I finally went to God and told God like God one I'm I repent for having sex with him I repent but when I went to God and I was just honest with God and told him my fears and told him the root of why I think I did what I did. That's when I began to feel a shift within myself. You get what I'm saying? And so I'm grateful today that I feel better. I feel more like myself, right? But I said all that to say this that I had now know the root of my cycle and I know what causes me to go back into that cycle so the definition of cycle i've got two i have two different definitions excuse me one is a series of events that are regularly repeated in the same order and number two a complete set of series okay so the first thing i want you to know is you need to know your triggers when it comes to your cycle so for me it's being alone like i am okay with being alone i've been living with myself for the past three years like i'm okay with being in my own company so i thought until this virus showed me that jessica you're only okay with your own company when you are in control of being in your own company so i'm okay with being by myself as long as i know that i have the option to go to a restaurant with one of my friends or i have the option to go to brunch with one of my friends or i have the option to go just walk in Target and spend unnecessary money like I am okay with being alone until it gets to the point where I can't control being alone right so being alone triggers me it triggers me to make me think of oh Jessica you're alone you're lonely let me not say I'm alone because I'm never alone because God is always with me God is always with you sis God is always with you bro so let me choose my words correctly 
it triggers me and starts to remind me and the devil starts telling me these lies like oh you're lonely remember that you're lonely Jessica there's nobody around you're single you're probably going to be single forever you in this coronavirus you're not going to meet a man in your bedroom because you, you can't go nowhere so you're going to be single forever right the enemy starts to plant these lies right and if you are not careful and if you are not intentional about what you're thinking about you will start to allow these lies that the enemy is planting in your mind to manifest right and so you have to know your triggers my trigger is if i sit by myself long enough without having my mind like occupied with the right things the enemy has room to plant the wrong seeds into my mind right and when I allow those seeds to start growing it makes me want to try to control the situation so what did I do the enemy started planting these seeds like Jessica you're gonna be alone forever now you really alone because you in coronavirus like you in quarantine you can't go nowhere you can't see nobody so this is how your life gonna be forever right and because I started to be anxious because I was believing what the enemy was saying to me right I tried to control the situation so what did I do I text somebody that I did not need to text right that really is no good for me he may be good for my flesh but he ain't good for me or my spirit and I invited him over because at that moment I felt like if I had sex with him I could control the narrative of my life which is not true that's just, it's just not true. So you have got to know your triggers. What makes you do what you do? And it don't have to be sex. It could be that you self-sabotage situations. Whatever your cycle is. I know what my cycle is. What are the triggers for your cycle? And like I said, for three days, um, I tried to hide from God because I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I was so disappointed in myself because I had been doing so good. I was so disappointed in myself that I tried to hide from God, right? But you can't hide from God. And the one thing about God is that he loves you too much to ever, to ever like leave you or forsake you, right? And so what I did was I forgot about his grace. I forgot about God's grace. And a lot of us forget about his grace and his mercy. And um, 2 Corinthians verses, I'm sorry, chapter 12, verse 9, it says that each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So, I, so now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Stop taking God's grace for granted and stop taking his mercy for granted, Right? When I got to that point where I wanted some companionship, I tried to be, use my own strength, right? But really, all I had to do was go to God and say, God, I am weak right now. I am craving companionship. I am feeling lonely. I'm having these voids, right? Instead of going to God and being honest with him, I tried to control things. I tried to handle things in my own strength, which made me slip and backslide, have sex, and then regret it the next day. So we have to stop trying to do things in our own strength and get honest with God about our weakness. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. So you got to be honest with God and tell him, God, I need help. 
I need help with this cycle. I need help because I keep doing the same thing over and over again. And I'm not expecting different results. So it can't be insanity, right? Because insanity is doing things over and over and over again, expecting different results. But my thing, my cycle, I'm not expecting different results because I always know how it ends. So it's not that you're insane. It's just that you're in a cycle that needs to be broken. But you don't have the strength to break that cycle yourself. So you have to get honest with God and say, God, I need your help. God, I am afraid that I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. So what do I do? I try to control the narrative by entertaining whoever will allow me to entertain them. God, I I don't trust that you're going to help me take care of my bills. So I go out here and I do whatever I got to do to get money for my bill money. That's just an example, child, because my bills are covered. Praise the Lord. But what I'm saying is you have to get honest with God and tell him where you are weak because he already knows. God already knows where you're weak at, but the enemy knows where you're weak at as well. So get honest with God. The next one is your cycles are meant to distract you. Could it be that you are closer to what you to what God has for you than you think and the enemy throws distractions in there to delay you because he can't stop God's promises, but he can distract you from getting to them. Let me read that again. Your cycles are meant to distract you. Could it be that you are closer to what God has for you than you think and the enemy throws distractions in there to delay you? He can't stop you or he can't stop God's promises but he can distract you from getting to them. Remember in the beginning of this, I said that, um, you know, I was really good with being single. I was alone. I was like, I was good. I was really good. I was focusing on the right things. I was praying to God, asking God to like reveal to me how he sees me through his lenses. I was asking God to help me to desire him more than I desire anything else. Help me to want him more than I want anything that he could ever give me. And then I asked God to help me improve my prayer life because I wanted to become stronger at praying, right? Because when I pray, I want things to happen. I want things to shift. I want chains to be broken. I want people to be freed. I want hearts to be turned back to God. That's what I wanted, right? And as soon as I prayed that prayer, y'all, as soon as I prayed that prayer, somebody from my past that I wasn't talking to, but who was a really good guy, we just not equally yoked. He's a really good guy. I will never take that from him. He's a really good guy. And uh, sidebar, I'm talking about two different guys, okay? Two different guys. The one I was on FaceTime with (laughs) and the one I had sex with. So let's, two different guys. But the one I was on FaceTime with, he was a really good guy. He is a really good guy. We just aren't equally yoked, and that's cool. Um, But as soon as I started asking God to help me to become better at praying, because I wanted to spend time with God. I wanted to dig into his word. Like, I wanted to become so intimate with God. And that's what I really want. But as soon as I started praying that, y'all, that's when the DMs turned into FaceTime me. And one FaceTime turned into FaceTiming every night. And the FaceTime every night started to get longer and longer to the point where we're falling asleep on FaceTime with each other. To the point where I wake up in the morning only in enough time to get ready for work. Not enough time to pray. Not enough time to sit at Jesus' feet. But only enough time so that I can get to work before on time. If that makes sense. Right? And so what I'm saying is... Cycles are meant to distract you. Y'all, you are so much closer. I'm so much closer to what God has for me than I realize. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes and envision a wall. And it brings tears to my eyes. 
envision a wall and you're on one side of the wall and on the other side of that wall is what God has for you but it seems so far away but it's really closer than you think the enemy brings cycles to distract you he brings cycles to distract you he brings cycles to distract you y'all let me see Jonathan McReynolds has a song called Cycles, of course, which I love. And he says, um, see, the devil, he learns from your mistakes, even if you don't. That's how he keeps you in cycles. He knows your mistakes. He knows your weaknesses. He knows your weak spots, right? And so he wants to distract you from getting to where God wants to take you. And so my next point is that when the enemy knows you're free from one cycle, he will bring it in a different format. So my ex-boyfriend, and if you know him, oh well, he plays for the um, he plays for the NFL or whatever. And so it just seems like every like once every other year, um, he just finds his way trying to sneak back in and i know it's only for one reason like i just know i know that he just wants to have sex like i'm not i'm not new to this i'm not dumb to this like he just wants to have sex right and so for the first time because i haven't spoken to him in like two years almost he dms me the other day you know being nice first of all you follow me on instagram okay then you DM me trying to be nice or whatever. And I'm just like, I tell my friends, I know there's a motive, right? And so the motive was actually revealed because he was like, you know, you still live so-and-so. Uh, I got to come through there, blah, blah, blah. Maybe I can come see you. Uh, as long as you know we're not having sex. I bet you that conversation ended real fast when I told him we're not having sex, right? So that used to be my cycle, he used to be my cycle, y'all. Like, when he would be home during the off-season, um, he would be nice. We'd end up having sex. Then it would go back to how things used to be. Like, we don't talk, right? But I'm over that cycle now, so the enemy can't use that against me anymore. He can't use my ex as a distraction because I don't want him no more. Like, God has literally broken that soul tie thank god thank god for that and so my next point is if god delivers you from something the least you can do is not go back to it that goes back to the guy that i had sex with the other day like i had to ask god to really 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 take the taste out of my mouth for this particular guy because y'all I don't preach I don't I'm not the person that preaches uh celibacy 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 because that's not my ministry right because I'm still trying to do that myself so I'm not going to be the person like some other women and men that's their platform but for me y'all know I don't really I don't preach that because I'm not that's just I'm not there yet but I will tell you that I try my hardest to keep my legs closed and it's sometimes it's really hard but I try to keep my legs closed right and so my point is this if you are celibate please continue to be celibate if you are a virgin please continue to be a virgin until you are married 
I know I didn't do it, y'all, but be a virgin. If you are still a virgin, salute to you. But hold your, please, please continue to ask God to help you keep your virginity until you get married. Because when you are exposed to different things, like it just opens you up to things that you don't need to be open up to. And so I had sex with this guy and I had to pray and ask God when we first started talking and when we first started messing around. Um, and I'm getting emotional because this is serious. I had to ask God to deliver me from him. I had to ask God to take the taste out of my mouth because I was beginning to crave him sexually. And what I'm saying is I should have never went back to somebody that God released me from because I couldn't get released from him on my own strength. Right. But I should have never went back to him. I had no business texting him. I had no business going on the block list to unblock him. So my point is, if God delivers you from something or someone, the least you can do is not intentionally go back to it. Don't intentionally go back to it, right? Luckily, you know, I've repented and I, I've been praying. I prayed and I um, I don't feel like I don't want him. Like, <laughs> like you on a block list for real now because, you know, I really know I don't want you. But what I'm saying is if God delivers you from something or someone, the least you can do is not intentionally try to go back to it. Because then the enemy is laughing like, ha ha, they done pray to ask God to deliver them and look at them falling into my, my scheme. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, the next thing, let me see my notes. Um, so the next thing is, what are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding yourself? Um, you have to be careful as to what you're feeding yourself what type of music are you listening to if music triggers you to fall back into your cycle you might want to reevaluate what music you're listening to if certain tv shows certain conversations make you fall back into your cycles you may want to reevaluate having those conversations you may want to reevaluate what you're watching but you have to be careful with what you're feeding yourself with right because what goes in it's going to come out what goes in is going to come out. So remember that. And again, I like I said earlier, be honest with God. God, I need you. God, I need you to help me with this cycle. Whatever your cycle may be, be honest with God. Stop trying to handle things in your own strength. That's why God sent Jesus for us. Confess your weakness to God. God delights in knowing that we need him. Like he already knows we need him. But when we confess it with our mouths, like I really believe that that delights God. God, I need you. God, I feel crazy right now. God, I don't know what's going on with me. Like, God, I am weak. I want to text him. I want to call him. I want God, I want to take this opportunity. And I know it's outside of your will. Like whatever your weakness is, take it to God. Whatever your dark spot is, take it to God and shed light on that bad boy because light casts out darkness. Light drives out darkness. And that's why I'm getting on this show today telling you about my cycle. My cycle is that I have a fear that I'm going to be single forever, which I know that's not true and I know that's the enemy, but that fear makes me want to go in this cycle of trying to control the narrative. So that means I'll 
if I entertain somebody that I know I really don't like or if I have sex just for some type of companionship, that is a cycle. But today I declare and decree that that cycle is broken, right? I was re- watching a um an old video clip from Bishop Jakes when he was preaching. Like this was an old clip, child. He was skinny in this clip, honey. But it says, um, if you're in a state of blessing, the reason the enemy will tempt you with sin is because he wants you to break the cycles of blessings in your life. He says the enemy hates for you to get into a cycle of blessings, so he will send anybody, any word. Any discouragement, any fear, any frustrations to break the cycle of blessings in your life. Sis, bro, I'm here to tell you that you are closer than you think. I am closer than I think. Does that mean that it's going to happen tomorrow? No. Does it mean that whatever you're praying for or believing God for is going to happen next week? No. But you are closer than you think. And the same way that God knows what he has for you, the same way that God sees how close you are, the enemy sees that too. And what he's going to do is he is going to use cycles to try to keep you away from what God has for you. Remember, the enemy can't stop nothing. He does not have that much power. He does not have that much authority. But what he can do is distract you. And if he can distract you by making you go in these cycles, do these things to get outside the will of God, then he can distract you from what God has for you, y'all. But I declare and decree that today, cycles are being broken, right? Cycles are being broken. So let me go back through my notes really fast. I'm going to pray for us. Um, Remember that you have to know your triggers. You have to know your triggers. You need to sit down and first of all, ask yourself, what do I keep doing that I know is outside the will of God? What do I keep doing that is beneath me? What is what do I keep doing that is beneath what God has for me or wants me to be doing? And then identify what triggers you to do those things. Right. Next thing is stop hiding from God. Stop hiding from God and stop taking his grace and his mercy for granted. One thing I always tell God is, God, I never want to take your grace and your mercy for granted because I don't deserve it. Right. But God's grace is sufficient. His I'm sorry, his strength is made perfect in your weakness. So get honest with God about what your weaknesses are. Get honest with God about the cycles that you see yourself in. And remember that your cycles are meant to distract you and that you are closer to what God has for you than you think. And because the enemy knows this, he's going to throw distractions in your life. He's going to throw sin in your face and make you think that the sin is okay when it's not. He can't stop God's promises, but he can distract you from getting to them. And when the enemy knows that you're free from one cycle, he'll try to bring you into a different cycle. um, That's in a different format. And if God delivers you from something, the least you can do is not go back to it. Ask yourself, what are you feeding yourself? What music are you listening to? Yes, I still listen to hip-hop music. Don't get me wrong. I still listen to hip-hop music. I still listen to R&B music. But certain music that I know makes me want to, like, have sex, I turn from it. Certain music that makes me want to, you know, get in the mood, I turn from it. So what are you What are you feeding yourself? There are so many Twitter accounts that I've been muting. I'm not, I don't follow them, but... um. 
I've been muting them because people, I don't know if people can realize or people realize that we can see what you like on Twitter. So if you like a piece of porn on Twitter, I can see that it shows up in my timeline as so-and-so liked this, right? So I have to mute. I will mute you because I'm not trying to go back to that place, right? So what are you feeding yourself? What are you feeding yourself? And next thing, what comes in must go out. What goes in comes out. And be honest with God. Tell God you need his help with whatever area that you need help in. Confess your weakness to God. And remember that God delights in knowing that we need him, y'all. Um, I hope this episode made sense. It may have been all over the place because um, I was a little nervous talking about it. If I'm completely honest, I was nervous talking about it. Um but I know that if I'm the, if I went through this, then somebody else is going through it. Um, and the point of this show or this episode was to remind you that you have got to go to God so that he can break these cycles. Because there is something on the other side of you defeating this cycle, right? And even if he doesn't break the cycle, God, help me to, to break the cycle successfully. Or help me to get through this cycle successfully so I don't have to go back through it again. You get what I'm saying? Help me to learn all that I can in this cycle so that I can not go back in the cycle again. Um... And I don't know who this is for, but for me, when I finally decided to go to God and pray to him um, after three days of trying to hide from him, I told him straight up, God, I feel like I don't feel you. (laughs) Like, I don't feel you. I don't. I don't feel you. I don't sense you like my spirit knows that you're here but I don't feel you God I don't even feel like talking to you right now because that's just how I guess disgusted with myself I am and I just feel distant from you and a still voice y'all reminded me draw near to God and he will draw near to you so I'm here to remind you to whoever feels like distant from God especially during these times that are kind of it can be a little scary um during these times remember to draw near to god and he will draw near to you so i'm gonna pray father god in the name of jesus i thank you oh god i thank you god for your grace and your mercy i thank you oh god that your grace is sufficient god i thank you oh god for being a god who loves me even when i'm at my lowest moments god thank you oh god that i can't hide from you but for so long thank you for tugging on my heart even when i want to disappear from you even when i want to be unseen god i thank you oh god for tugging on my heart telling me that you want me to draw close to you so that you can draw close to me daddy lord i pray for anyone that is going through a cycle right now god and i declare and decree that with the power of Jesus Christ, oh God, the cycle is broken, God. That chains are broken, that strongholds are broken, oh God. That yokes are broken right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, I pray that you will strengthen us during our moments of weakness, oh God. And I pray, oh God, that you will continue to be our strength in those moments where we can't, we are just weak, God. Lord, I pray, oh God, that you will give us strength not to return to anything that you deliver us from, God. We thank you, oh God, for taking the taste out of our mouths for certain sin, for all sin, God. Lord, I pray right now, oh God, that the things that grieve your heart grieve our hearts, oh God. And I pray, God, that none of us are ever comfortable in sin, God, no matter what the sin may be, Daddy. 
God, I thank you, oh God, for being a loving father. I thank you, oh God, for being a forgiving father, oh God. But Lord, I thank you, oh God, for being a father of grace. God, help us. Lord, direct us and lead us and guide us into the way that you want us to go, oh God. And Lord, I pray, oh God, that you'll renew our strength, renew our minds, renew our hearts, oh God. And Lord, I pray, oh God, that if we are outside of your will, God, that you will help us to get back in alignment with your will, oh God. Your will, oh God, over our will. Your way, oh God, over our way, God. Lord, I thank you, oh God, for being who you are, Daddy. And God, I pray for anyone, oh God, who is lost right now, that they will be found, God, that they will find their way back to you, God. I pray for anyone who is broken, Daddy, that they will be healed in you. In Jesus' name, God, by your stripes, we are healed, God. We are holding you. We are secure in you. We are loved, God, and everything we need can be found in you, oh God. Nobody will be ever be able to do us the way that you do us. Nobody will be able to love us the way that you love us, oh God. And God, I come to you, oh God, like the woman at the well, oh God, praying and asking that you will quench every thirst that I have, God. Fill me up, oh God, until I overflow, God. Fill the listeners of these of this podcast up until they overflow, until they overflow with love, God, until they overflow with positivity into the lives of other God. Lord, let your glory fall on every area of our life, God. Daddy, I thank you. I love you and I honor you, oh God. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Really fast. Um, I made a video on Instagram this morning. Asking for people to um, either give me questions or give me some feedback about cycles. And I I got two. And one of them was um, I've been able to break some cycles by me being intentional about the choices that I make. So, again, y'all, you got to be intentional, intentional about the choices that you make. Another one said, how do you recognize toxic cycles and how to break them? Um, How do you recognize toxic cycles when you realize that you're doing the same thing over and over again? And I feel like deep down, we know that it's not going to be a different result. Um, That's when you know you're in a toxic cycle. When you are doing the same thing, when you find yourself doing the same thing over and over again, but not but realizing that it's not going to yield a different result. I feel like, you know, you're in a toxic Um, cycle and for some people they really do be thinking it's gonna be a different result when it's not so when you realize that you're in a toxic cycle um go to god like i said and be honest with him be honest with him and asking for guidance and clarity and um deliverance um and if you don't understand or if you aren't able to pinpoint what your toxic cycles are i would ask god god reveal to me my cycles reveal the things that hold me back from being who you want me to be reveal the things that hold me back from being or walking into what you have for me or hold me back from being the person that you need me to be for other people like just ask god to reveal that to you and then the next one, somebody said, um, start off by listening to Cycles by Jonathan McReynolds. Because um, once you know your cycles, the enemy can't, <laughs> he can't hold those bad boys against you. Like I said, um, my cycle with my ex. It took a long time for me to understand that cycle. But now the enemy can't use that as a distraction because I don't want him no more. So, um, yeah, I hope this episode makes sense. I hope it did. Um like I said, I'm a little nervous talking about it, but um, 
I know that the person who is meant for will be blessed by it. So y'all please stay safe um, during this coronavirus COVID-19 situation. Um, if you don't have to go out, stay your butt in the house. Make sure you're um, abiding to the social distancing rule and the curfews if your city or state has them. Um, and stay prayed up and make sure that you're being intentional about what you're thinking about. Because if you're not, child, the enemy will try you, okay? Because he tried me, honey. I was down. And like I said, those three days that I tried to hide from God, I was down. I was sad. I was in my feelings. I was emotional. I didn't feel creative. Like I just, I just, I just was, ah, blah. But, um, thank God for, thank God. I, I feel like, who I don't know. I don't know, but I love y'all. Hope y'all have an awesome week. Um, and if you are in a cycle or if you have advice about cycles, please, please, please email me at dearsisterpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to leave a review on how this um, episode blessed you. Um, so, yeah, don't forget to subscribe, share, and review um, this episode or this podcast. I love y'all. Have a great week. Thank you.